The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of UFC Fight Island, in the bubble, in Abu Dhabi, we are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We'll voice it for you. We talk about everything on his time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, President Trump, the pandemic, UFC, movies, TV, you name it, we talk about it. And we've got a show to go over quite a few things here. I'm here with my co-host and my producer, TJ DeSantis. TJ, you're in Mexico, Mexico. And I'm up here in, uh, I'm up here, I don't know, we're up here over here on the other side of the world on UFC Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I wonder who's further north right now. We'd have to look at the longitude, latitude, but I mean, yeah, we're both in paradise. I know that. Yeah, we're in paradise. I, I don't, I think we're on the north coast of Africa, above the north coast of Africa, if I'm not mistaken. My geology is bad. On sure, side. but I have no idea where that relates to Mexico. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's funny no how, like, like, I actually feel, Bruce, like I'm pretty aware geographically compared to the average human, but I still have no idea where I am on the planet pretty much at any given time. Well, this is my eighth time in Abu Dhabi, my third time on UFC Fight Island. All I know is I land and I get here and everything's cool. Um, I want everybody to know, and I'm putting it all out on my Instagram and you know Facebook and Twitter. Uh, even though we're in a bubble, we're in one of the most luxurious bubbles you could imagine. The sure. W Hotel here, which I've been to W Hotels all over the United States, you know where they're at, LA, New York, you name it. But um, the W Hotel here is phenomenal. And one it thing looks like they're taking care of you. They're writing you messages and stuff. Yeah, I came in, and this happened last time. I came in, and you can check my Instagram. It's Bruce, Bruce Buffer UFC, for those of you that haven't uh, uh, followed me or haven't checked out the Instagram, but uh, also on Facebook. But I put in pictures when I walked in because I was blown away last time. You know, they had a nice bottle of wine waiting for me and food and fruit, and there's tons of water in the room, of course. But this time I walked in, and they know that I love to train, right? So right. I walk in, and what's waiting for me? But two kettlebells. Look right? at that. No more doing curls with the chair anymore. No, well, I am still throwing a few of those in. Oh, okay. Might <laughs> as yeah, well, right? <laughs> exactly. No, I got the kettlebells here. They left me a jump rope. They left me a yoga mat. They wrote on the wall, you know, for working out, de-stress, stretch. I go in the right. bathroom. It says, it has three hearts on the window. It says, hello, handsome. I'm like, who is writing this stuff Dang, on, on the wall? You got an you know? admirer. <laughs> yeah, I went down. I found out who it was. <laughs> okay. It's All a, right. All right. Yeah. A wonderful, um, a wonderful lady here named Diana. She, she runs everything. And she said that she and the girls uh, came up to my room and they wanted to do something special for me. And so that was very cool. I That's that awesome, cool. man. I mean... Yeah, I, I understand it is a bubble of luxury, if you will, but it's still a bubble. And it doesn't matter. When you are told you are confined to a certain space, it's just human nature to be disinterested in staying in that space, right? So the, yep. the, the fact that they're making it is, is you know, hospitable, is that the word? As hospitable as, as possible. That's great. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's more like a five plus star. I don't even want to call it a jail. Okay, we're in a- right. No, sure, I get it. You're, you're being confined. Confined. But at the same time, like uh, John Anik, you know, who's a couple doors down, 
Uh, we came back and what's really cool here is this, the employees of the W Hotel are actually quarantined for two weeks before we come here. They're wow. actually staying on premises or they say across the way at the other hotel, they're not allowed to go home to their families. So they're going through it too. They're going through it too. And uh, the, the hotel was closed for five months before UFC Fight Island started. So we wow. started with us, we leave, and a week or two from now, the Formula One comes in. And right. they will go through the same process as us. Uh, this time, for some reason, which I haven't quite defined yet, which is okay, last time we were tested for two times when we came in. Mm. Let me give you the scenario. Got to Vegas, got tested, quarantined for a day, left on Friday, six in the morning, arrived here on Saturday. Today's day six of a nine-day trip. Right. So nine-day trip in Fight Island. So we landed in Fight Island, immediately got tested, immediately quarantined. The next morning, immediately tested again, quarantined another 24 hours. Then we got noticed that we have to also be tested on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I've been tested... I've been tested four times, Wow! right? And I will be tested a total of five times in six days. That's crazy. Seven That's days. Crazy. Seven. It's but crazy, I mean, but you know, it, it's justified though, Bruce. I mean, have you seen the numbers? They're going back up again. Um, oh, we're going to go into uh, it. They're going way back up again. Thank you to the leaders that tell us not to wear masks. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm down here in Mexico. They just extended... Uh, the closure between the US Mexican border, uh, I think until the end of November, you can only come down here for essential uh, purposes. Thankfully, uh, you know, mixed martial arts and combat sports uh, are deemed essential by the Mexican government. But if that weren't the case, I wouldn't be uh, sitting down here talking to you. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And getting back here just a little more, um, it's so cool because I came back and they put me in the same room, right? Oh, really? So yeah, it's like I'm coming back to an apartment. Nice. I mean, I have a beautiful suite here. It's like, I don't know, 800, 1,000 square foot suite, whatever it is. But it's, 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 I mean, that, that, that's a, that's a, uh, I think a $7,500 a month apartment in uh, Manhattan. So oh, nice, nice. Why don't you try over 10,000? Probably. <laughs> you know, like so I come back. I know where I'm staying. I know all the nooks and crannies in my room, which is really cool. And quite honestly, nobody has stayed in this room except for me. That's right? great. That's awesome. Yeah. Which is really, and, cool and that's something too. I think during these times of confinement, Bruce, you want things that are familiar as much yeah. as possible. You know what I mean? And if it feels like it's your apartment, like it's it's your home, then that's the way you're going to live. Like it's your apartment and it's your home, and that's what you need during these times. It's perfect. And here's what they do: we get a menu, a UFC menu. We select the times for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to be delivered. If you want to stay in your room, otherwise, there's fantastic restaurants to go eat at. Uh, there is down in the um, breakfast area. One thing I love about this place is I love, I love fresh juices. And in breakfast, I mean, you can have celery juice, beet juice, carrot juice, mix it up, apple juice, you name it. The food is delicious. So you can either have it delivered, but I'm so upside down on times that I'll fill out the sheet and right. boom, door rings and I'm asleep, you know? Yeah. But I get yeah. up, I jump out of bed, I wind up eating breakfast in my sleep, and then I jump back in bed, you know? I'm still disjointed up and down it, it's hard and this time's especially different because uh the show 254 is much more um at a reasonable time if you will over there compared to uh, the last few shows am i correct yeah the last one we started at three in the morning this show we're right. going to start first fight is at 6 30 at night seven o'clock at night i mean that's normal that's normal but i've got so much business going on between running puncher's chance bourbon and you know sure. the cologne line and everything i'm coming out with aside from all the other business you know business i do I've got to stay up during U.S. time. Yeah. Don't cry for me, Argentina. It's all great. 
I'm right. fine. I'm good. Yeah. But I'm getting my workouts in, obviously workouts in the room. I, I do my, what I call my 100 workout, which is 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, mm -hmm. 100 squats. Now I got the kettlebells. I can do a bunch of various exercises. The gym here, again, I want to get back to the fact, and I'm prefacing this for a reason. We're tested so many times, everybody here. It was last night, I'm a little off on time, but we had a karaoke night, which I, I uh, posted up on my Instagram. I saw it. I, saw, yeah. I was afraid that you were going to jump and hurt yourself because I remember that lip sync battle. This is what I'm going to tell you, okay? Please I was tell me you didn't hang hurt yourself. hanging out with, uh, with my good friends, you know, Camila and Red, and, um, you know, we always have a fun time together. And so, and everybody else that was here, and uh, Red was telling me, you know, you got to sing, you got to sing. Everybody wants me to sing, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever. So I elected to do an Elvis song. Now I go up, getting ready to go out, and the thing that's in my mind is how twice before the biggest shows ever, I have blown my ACLs. Okay, I blew one. This is deja vu show. buffer. I don't like where this is going. And I blew one the night before the three shows. We all, you know, we've heard the story right. a million times. So now I go up, I'm by the DJ, I give him the, the song pick, and I look, oh, there's a couch. Let me go sit on the couch. So I step down. I didn't realize it was a pool of water surrounding the couch. No, Bruce. Now my shoe is completely wet, squeaking and slippery, and all I'm thinking is, no, no. I'm sorry, DJ, don't play the song. I go back to my room. I change into my other shoes. I come back. Everybody's like, where were you? I go, I got my reasons, okay? Right, now yeah. I'm waiting to go on and do the song. A guy is singing his song at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. Takes the wrong step, does a backdrop right into the pool, right? Totally wet. Now the whole stage is wet. I just went and got the dry shoes. Now the whole stage is wet. And I'm going to do Elvis, and I'm going to move, right? I'm going to do my thing, okay? Now I'm thinking, no, 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 Bruce, no, Bruce, no, 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 no. The, the, the uh, director, Anthony Giordano, is looking at me, Bruce, buff, buff, be careful, be careful. I go, show must go on. So Red started off singing my song, and I said, okay, give me the microphone. So I went and did it. You know what? It was just so much fun. We're all having a blast. You're We're uninjured is what you're telling me. I'm uninjured. I'm good. Okay, thankful. I, thankful no, no, no. for that. <laughs> I got up this morning, you know, did the bike ride, hit the gym. Annika and I went and played some basketball, did a power walk. You know, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to rock Ooh, now. How are you shooting hoops? I have no idea. Oh, I love playing basketball. Yeah? Yeah. But I'll you guys you, play Josh, like some one-on-one -on -one or some pig? You just do a shoot around? We did, we did pig today for the same reason, okay? I don't want to be okay. running around and taking a chance because when I play right. basketball, I get physical. Under the boards, man, I'm throwing elbows the whole bit. I was a, I was a good player under the boards, but not No blood, me. no foul. No blood, no foul. Um, so John and I played pig and shot. I got to tell you something, man. Anik, he was a really good basketball player, he told me, but he was nailing three pointers from every yeah. end of the court. He seems like the type. He seems like the type. Good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was P tie, then PI, and then I can't nail those three pointers like him. So he got me out. But we had a blast, and you know, the weather's really nice. It's cooler. It's not 110 degrees. It's that's great. Probably 90, 95. You know, it's actually quite comfortable. Yeah, I've got a show tonight here, Bruce, where it's it's like 95 degrees and we're outside. So uh, I thankfully, my portion of the event is uh, after the sun goes down, but there's a boxing event earlier in the day. And it's a good thing it's boxing, Bruce, because they're in a, they're in a ring with a black canvas. So it's going to be Ooh. warm for them. Ooh, how about ground fighting? And yeah, yeah. So like, like I said, thankfully, the MMA show is – is after the sun goes down, but uh, who the hell yeah. picks a black canvas in ninety-five degree heat? Who's that? It's playing? supposed to be covered. It's supposed to be covered, so they should be okay. But hey, there's never a better incentive to get back up if you've gotten knocked down in a fight. I'll tell you that. 
I'll tell you, I'd be up and I'd, if I was knocked out, I wouldn't even stay down. I'd be up. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But getting back one more thing to the hotel, um, everybody's on a first name basis. I mean, they're all in house. Right. It's a community at this point, right? Yeah. I just hear, hey, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hi, John. Hi, John. You know, it's just so sweet. The service here, it's amazing. This is an amazing uh, country. It really is. So That's kudos awesome. to the W Hotel. Kudos to Dana White and the powers that be for everything put in place. And um, bring on those COVID tests. I am so used to being tested for COVID. I think, I think I, my routine is to wake up in the morning and something stuck up my nose. You know. Right. Yeah. You're just you're doing it yourself at this point. Yeah. Well, they have the choice. You have the choice of the throat or the nose. So what do you I do? say, um, either one's fine. The throat actually is no big deal. But sure. I ask them. I say, which one is the best? I want to get yeah, the what's best. What's the most result. accurate? Yeah. The nose is the best. The nose is probably the best. Even though they uh, the say most the nose is the most discomfort. Uh, you can experience of the two, uh, at least for most people. I've, I've seen some people that, you know, don't get cute with this, but they just have too much of a gag reflex that they, you know, can't really get anything in their throat without, you know, almost throwing up. Sammy's but not me, show. I'm not going to get cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I don't have a, a real bad gag reflex. So, like, I prefer the throat one. But like you said, if I'm going to get COVID tested, I want it to be the most accurate as possible. Oh. So scrape the brain, I guess. I don't want to screw around. Give me the best test. But the throat test, they say, is is excellent. So, so far, They're getting so better all the time, they say, at least. Yeah. Well, let's hope that we can get those home kits running and people can get access to them. And let's talk about COVID here for a second while we're on the subject. You know, the, the presidential debate is tonight after we're taping the show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of COVID talk. Um, I hear there's a, a mute button this time. What I heard is, is that the word is the mics will be cut off mm. when the other person is speaking, especially when they have their two minutes to avoid those high school antics and interruptions that took place last time. Let's face it, that last debate, I'm not going to say who's the worst. I think it was a shit know. show, Bruce. It was you, shit you might show. not say it, but it was a shit show. It was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. So let's hope we have an intelligent debate, talking about the issues, talking about the issues at hand. People are out there voting like crazy. I've already voted. I don't know. Me too. Have. Yep, I'm done. Yeah. Um, and I don't hey. talk about who I vote for, but I'm done. The one thing that I, I hope uh happens tonight uh, for the debate is that they're wearing some sort of uh, inner ear device to sort of block out the sound because if they're standing across the stage from one another and the mic is cut but the other one is still talking they're still in their own minds going to be forced to talk over the other person even if the audience at home can't hear them uh, i would like them to wear closed cup uh headphones like like we do in radio but uh, that's probably not aesthetically what they want. Uh, for, I would say only one out of. I'm sorry to interrupt you, TJ, but you're fine. I'm laughing because only one out of the two people would even consider that. Right. No, President Trump will not let his due get affected. I, I'm sur I'm surprised that he's even willing to uh, concede the microphone being turned off. I bet he wasn't. I would venture to guess that he wasn't. It's just the way it is. You know, going to be the rules of the debate. So let's hope for an intelligent debate from two intelligent individuals right. in a very mature fashion. Honestly, Bruce, I know we're in a time of picking sides, but I hope both men walk away from tonight's debate looking stronger because we need a strong leader. We need someone that looks like they know what is going on and, and, and are in control of everything. And they both need to come off looking good. At, you know what, TJ, that's a very intelligent statement, a very proper statement because I like, I like that you said that. And I want to reemphasize the fact that what you said is, let's see a class factor tonight. Sure. Let's see that we have two intelligent, righteous leaders to choose from 
on our own volition of who we care to vote for. Okay. Let's be honest, Bruce, too. This is, this is for the American voters, but at the end of the day, you're on a world stage. As a president, you're on the world stage, and I want our country to look strong. No matter who's leading it, I want our country to look strong. Our country looked like an embarrassment at that last debate. Okay, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. And I was embarrassed for us at the way that was handled. Okay, enough said. Uh, we all have a right to get better every time we do something. But right now, as far as the COVID process and our update on COVID, it's not getting better, TJ. There are certain states which are staying steady. I'm happy to say California is one of them. But, you know, that's because we're really pushing and, and, and you know, locked down to the level that we are. Yep. But the U.S. just topped 1,100 cor coronavirus deaths a day, right? One state's 1,100 a day, health. Bruce. Oh, my God. 1,100 a day. Puerto Rico's 911 centers are closed down. I mean, there's, there's so much going on here. Europe is, the Czech Republic right now yeah. is so bad, right, that the leader apologized in front of press to the people five times about how bad the, the, the pandemic is over there. England's having issues. Areas that we thought were closed down, Italy's lighting up again. Yeah. Area that I we, mean, welcome you know, to flu season. That's what it is. It's flu season. It's the whole bit. Um, I hate to say this, and I read these articles. I'm, I'm just, I'm not a pessimist. I'm a positive person, but I'm a realist. This right. is going to get worse before it gets better. Okay. And and we've been saying that since January. You know, I mean, you've been saying it since January. I was telling you you were wrong for about three months, but, uh, you know, we'll leave that in the past. But no, honestly, you're right. It, uh, it seems like it's only going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't know. I don't know when the end is. I don't know where the light is at the end of the tunnel, but I just want to get there as soon as we can. Absolutely. I do too. But you know, the other thing is too, is that the jobless rate in this country, 898,000 Americans filed for unemployment last week, TJ, 898,000 Americans filed for unemployment. That's the beyond the hundreds of thousands every week filing before. The Where's support is not going to be from? there. I mean, it can't be there if that's the numbers week after week. Where's all the money coming from? I don't know. I, I don't it's know. Scary. You know, it's, it's and, and think about this, Bruce. The, those are the people that are filing. There are a lot of people that aren't even filing. You know, that are still right. struggling and and trying. And you know what what constitutes as employment or you know unemployment compared to underemployment. You know, those are two different things too. I just, we, we need some direction, we need some hope, and we need to start taking steps forward. Well, I think the word that was very prominent what you just said is called direction. Yeah. Okay, leading by example. Enough said, that's all. I agree. Okay, also the uh, global air travel. They, 46 million jobs mm -hmm. could be lost globally yeah. because of yeah. where air travel is right now. This is not just this country. This nope. is all over the place. I mean, it's right. a world pandemic, right? Like, it's not just something that affects us at home, but affects everybody. And that's one thing that I think people don't really realize. Like, I understand, you know, after the, the financial crisis of 2008 and the, the loans and the banks, they needed bailouts. We need banks to be strong. We can get into the politics at a later date and time if you really want to. But at the end of the day, I don't think people realize how much this world will come to a standstill if our travel industry stops we rely so much on air travel not just for you know business for you and i to go places but for shipping and and handling of products that get imported and exported all over the world these airlines are going to need some serious help and and you mentioned that unemployment stat bruce i hope that we have the means to help these airlines when when they really come knocking i hope so too i hope so too my heart goes out to everyone you know I try to pay it forward as much as I can. Obviously, personally, I've talked about this on the show before. I mean, business is great for me, but 
I love saying that, but at the same time, it hurts me to say that with everything else going on. Do you know what one of the biggest businesses exploding right now is? What's that? Surfing. Surfing. Really? Surfboard, surfboard shops are selling boards at the rate of two to four times more than normal because people are looking for fun to do with social right. distancing. Yeah. Now, and and, and I know the surfboard's expensive, but for the most part, that's a pretty cheap recreation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's a expensive recreation, a healthy recreation to get out there. Obviously, as a surfer, you know, I, like others, don't like crowded spots. <laughs> right, right. But listen, everybody Locals only, life. bro. Locals only. I've seen so much of that in my lifetime. I've stopped so many fights. I've never caused a fight in my life. I've stopped fights or whatever the case might be. That's all. Where, where's the buffer signature board at this point? That's what I want to know. You know, it would be very cool. It's, um, there's only so many things I can do, right? TJ Puncher's Chance just came out. Thank you. I might have I, a hookup, though, for you, Bruce. I know a guy who makes surfboards for a living. That, then hook me up. I okay, will. But I got I to design the board with him. I of know course, my board. Of course. Like. I mean, if you don't design it, then it's not the buffer surfboard. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you talk to him and have him call me. If he wants to do I the will. buffer surfboard, I'll give him all the press in the world for it. I would love that. I mean, I've got a 100%. couple of connections to do it, but, you know, first come, first serve. Or maybe right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um, okay, so surfing is picking up. You know, it's it's understandable. That's really good. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, Coca Cola. I wasn't aware about this, but Coca Cola is actually canceling two hundred different drink brands in its in its um, whatever you call it. It's in it its lineup. It's lineup. Two hundred. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't aware they had that many. They're gonna I mean, I know like Sprite, Mellow Yellow, Coke, Diet Coke, Cherry Coke, Coke Zero. That's all I know. Well, here, I'll, I'll give you a few that they're uh, going to be going out with. Let me see what's this one. Ones that remain in the portfolio are Dasani, Powerade, Vitamin Water. Okay. Uh, I didn't know Vitamin Water was a Coke product. I didn't either. No, actually, I did. I remember when it got bought out. But um, Tab, okay. If they're they at, still make Tab? Yeah, Tab. Can you believe that? Tab, they're going to no. stop. Adwala. You ever hear of Adwala? Uh, I feel like I have, but I'm, I'm, it's not coming to mind. Yeah, that's going to go out. And I think uh, Zico, I've never heard of Zico. I'm not sure what that it's is. It's be international brands and flavors. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, it's just interesting how these all come about. You know, TJ, do you enjoy wine? Um, so I'm not a huge drinker, you know that, but um, like a like a, a Moscato, like a, a sweet wine, I can handle. Do you like Moscato? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually that's actually considered a dessert wine. Right? I mean, I, I agree. I can't have more than you know a couple tastes of it to be honest with you, because yeah. it's just too sweet for my stomach. Very. But yeah. Well, the Italian police just broke up a big ring that was producing a counterfeit wine called Sassascala. I might be saying. Where's this? Where was this at? In in Italy. Okay. Um, it's among one of the finest bottles of wine that sells for hundreds of euros a bottle. So they broke up. So this moonshiners, big, essentially. I guess. I don't know. But they broke up a ring, right, that cost the, uh, the winemaker $4.2 in lost sales alone from how much counterfeit wine they were selling. When they went in and they uh, arrested these people, they were already preparing a thousand cases, which they said would sell for between 1,800 to 2,400 euros each. Okay, so I get it. So they're they're making a replica of another wine, is what you're telling me. They're trying to pass off. They're pass off, but it's not replica. replica right, no, I understand that. I understand that. But what you're saying is they're trying to 
it's not like an independent winery that's not paying the license fees and the, no. the bill and stuff like that. No. It's someone that's trying to cash in on a different brand. Exactly. Cashing in, making uh, bottles of wine with the label, the whole nine yards. I wonder if it was comparable. That's interesting. I don't know. I mean, supposedly this group was turning out 700 cases a month, gener generating around 400,000 euros a month. And uh, when they... When they arrested them, they had a thousand cases. I was saying that were on their way to South Korea. One order. I mean, how do you have like an underground winery, if you will? I mean, that's, that's what takes... I'm thinking. How do you do yeah. that? I mean, I we, guess ingenuity. We you know, people are going to hustle. You should see our distillery that we have in Kentucky for Puncher's Chance. Yeah, I mean, I it's a major operation to do yeah. this. I mean, we it, it takes a lot of square footage to just house the 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 product while it goes through its aging process. Totally. You know, um, we even are developing an office on Bourbon Row. Uh, my partners at Wolf Spirits, who distribute two other brands too, one called Blood, Sweat, Tears, Avaca. Um, anyway, they're, they're great at what they do, but it's just, it's TJ, you know, I've had so many businesses in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm happy to say, and um, I've had so much fun or maybe not fun in many of the businesses too, because I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. I'm so passionate about Puncher's Chance. It's so much fun. It's fun. And I'm going to say it again. It's a huge hit out of the gate. Now, store chains are taking us on. We just nailed down Winn-Dixie in Florida. Oh, that's huge. That's a big, uh, big chain. Winn-Dixie's carrying Puncher's Chance. We'll be in 400 Vons, Pavilions, and Albertson stores in California. I mean, that's, that's the only options for me are to go to those stores. So, yeah, that's, that's really big, too. Yeah, it's really big. It's, it's just happening. I'll keep everybody updated like I'm doing now as we go on with the show. But it's going to be, I, I do this for two reasons. One, because I'm proud and happy about what I'm doing. But another thing too is, I'm sure we have a number of entrepreneurs listening to the show, which I'm definitely an entrepreneur. You always and, have. Yeah. yeah and, it's, and, and they like to, and I want to let them know, you know, this, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with you a business that was started from scratch. And you'll be able yeah. to watch the evolutionary process that's going to happen and next year, you know, we plan on selling 50, 70,000 cases. We've got enough uh, Puncher's Chance bourbon for almost a million cases over the next five years. So I think stopped. you've got more than a Puncher's Chance, Buff. <laughs> it still takes one punch to change somebody's uh, course of life. So we'll see. That's true. Speaking of change of course of life, let's do a little physiology talk. Okay. You study physiology in school. You'd study the human body, mm -hmm. right? Wouldn't you think by now that we know everything that's going on in the human body? No, no, okay. because we are, we are so complex, Bruce, that the minute we think we know something, we really don't know anything. We still don't even know what happens to the human mind when we go to sleep. Think about that. We don't understand consciousness as a whole. So yes, physically, I think we have a pretty good idea, but it doesn't surprise me that we still don't know anything. True. And when it comes to the brain, what is it? We only use 5% or whatever that term something is. Something like that. I don't know. The aliens use the rest, I guess. Well, if we only use 5% of the brain, then how the hell are we going to know what the other 95% is doing? So we don't know. I mean, anything. honestly, Bruce, like we're too smart for our own good. I honestly believe that. Like think about what humans have done over the last 200 years. I mean, we've gone from basically sitting in the dark to being able to destroy the world with a bomb. Like, I don't know how much smarter we need to get, to be honest with you. I don't either. Sounds like a song, like we're too sexy for my shirt. You know, we're too smart. Something like that. Idiot. I mean, sometimes I wish we were just like chipmunks where all we wanted to Ooh. do was, you know, find a nut and bury it. That, don't get cute with that. I don't, I don't think I can comment on that one. <laughs> but you know, um, here's the thing. They found two 
new, previously unnoticed pair of salivary glands in the human skull. See, that's amazing to me because that's something that's that physical. Me like, yeah. how do we not see them? They Are they new? They're, they're new, but they want to do more testing to make sure because they found this when they were doing scans of the head and neck of 100 individuals who were being treated for, of all things, prostate cancer, right? And, mm. that's, and, and then they dissected two cadavers, one male and female, and they all had a set of these saliv salivary glands. So right? these glands have been in people forever and we're just now realizing it? Yes, that's the point of the thing. But they're going to do more, more investigation on more human beings to make sure this is true of all of us. See, we're, we're still evolving, Bruce. I firmly believe that we're still evolving. Like, for example, um, my dad was born without any wisdom teeth. And I, you normally get four wisdom teeth. I got two. Um, my mother had four. My dad had zero. Uh, I got two. Uh, we'll see if my son has wisdom teeth. But, you know, as humans, we pull out our wisdom teeth before we uh, read adult, uh, reach adulthood, generally. And I feel like our, you know, biology is... is basically reprogramming itself like okay we keep pulling these teeth out we don't need to keep writing the human code with these teeth but uh, i'm curious if something has happened over the last 100 years 200 years that maybe these uh saliva glands are you know showing up or are there for a reason that we don't know i don't know Maybe somebody just took a deeper look. I, I have no idea. Yeah, it's I mean, possible. I mean, if they were there the entire time, like, all right, doctors, good job. You blew that one. Yeah, how do we miss that? Right. You know, here's another thing in science, too. You know, you wonder, is this because of uh, pollution of the water? Or we, we've seen, like, I've seen, like, two-headed kittens, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think those are genetic mutations more than anything. But uh, I'm curious if it's, a, you know, a salivatory gland. I wonder if it's something with the way that food is being prepared. And, and maybe that, you know, we require more saliva than we did earlier because foods are, you know, more processed than they were. Something like that. I mean, if, if you believe in evolution, there has to be a cause and a purpose uh, for this to have occurred. If, if, again, if this is a new, you know, gland altogether. But I don't know. I, it's, I it's things like that, that are very interesting, Bruce. I'm a firm believer. I don't see how anybody cannot be in the right mind of scientific thinking, how you cannot believe in the Darwinian theory of evolution. It just stands to reason so much in so many ways you look at it. Not and I don't think it's mutually exclusive from creationism either, Bruce. I feel like as human beings, if you believe in God, it doesn't mean that you have to disavow evolution. The truth is, I mean, for me, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. So it's not an either or proposition. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You got to keep an open mind. I mean, we all know I'm spiritual. I've talked about it many times on the show. I don't belong to any organized religion, but I have respect for all religions. When I say, may God, you know, God bless you on yeah. whoever your gods. I hope they bless and you. How can you not? Again, we still don't understand consciousness, like I was saying before. So, yeah, exactly. But the point I was trying to get to here is that they found now a two headed shark in the, in the ocean. A two headed shark. It's, a, it's called a spadding so shark. So, huh? why? And, and that's what, I mean, we, I mean, I don't want to again, go down the political rabbit hole, but that makes me wonder about the impact that we're having on nature and That's my because point. the waters are warmer or, you know what I mean? So I don't know. That's my total point. It was actually found in the Arabian Sea by an Indian fisherman who, you know, sent it back um, to uh, live its environment. All right, let's get out of science for a second and let's go into stupid is as stupid does. The winner of stupid is as stupid does is Jeffrey Tubin. He's been suspended from the New Yorker. He's on leave from CNN. 
after he exposed himself on a Zoom call. The word it. is, I heard the word masturbate in this article. Yeah. Give me a friggin' break. So I'm, a, I'm of two minds of this. Um, one, I don't think he meant to do it. You know what I mean? Like, well, I wait. don't think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Meant to leave the Zoom on? Correct. Or meant to do no, what no, he no, was No, no, no. Meant doing? to leave the Zoom yeah. on. I mean, we know oh, what he meant yeah. to do. Sure, he meant to do what he was doing. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and, and I've actually read some uh, online posts of some Facebook friends that have kids in, in online distance learning where they've had some things go over their Zoom calls that they don't necessarily want. Uh, right. Is he is he stupid? You know, stupid is a stupid does. Yeah, a really dumb move, man. Like completely irresponsible and, and reckless and, and people are going to look at you forever in, oh. in a light that you don't want to be looked upon in. Um, but that said, should he be fired? Should his career be over? I, I mean, I don't think I'm taking a leap of faith, Bruce, and saying a lot of people do it. If not, everybody does it. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it's, a, well, it's an honest-to-goodness mistake. He wasn't being predatory in any way, at least from what I understand. Uh, embarrassment should be enough. Give him a couple weeks to, uh, you know, stop blushing and then let the man get back to work. It's amazing, though. He's CNN's chief legal analyst. And yeah. he's a very proud reporter. It's, it's not exactly a great thing Bruce, to do. he forgot to close his laptop. You know, like, like I just bumped my laptop right there. Like, like th we're not ready or used to the idea that what you and I are sitting in front of right now is a portal to everyone. Like, Let this is what I, I, I find funny, Bruce. Like, I obviously do podcasts for a living. And I talk yeah. to some people that will do a podcast and they get a really crappy microphone. And they go, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not like I'm on the radio. It's like, well, no, it does matter because on the radio, even if you're in Los Angeles, you're only going to be broadcasting to 8 million people, okay? But if you're on the internet, you can be seen by billions. So you're going to tell me that because of the internet, you don't need to have quality because it's not like it's the radio. Switch it around, man. The radio is lesser than the internet, and it's the same sort of thing. The guy forgot to close his laptop. Well, let me tell you a faux pas I did last night, yesterday. I had a, uh, I did an Instagram live to talk mm -hmm. about UFC 254 and my, you know, what I'm doing here in Abu Dhabi. And I was working on one of my contracts, for one of my new deals outside mm -hmm. of UFC. So the contract page was up on my, my, my screen, my laptop, right? Sure. But here I am doing the Instagram live uh, with my phone mm -hmm. right there. For some reason, I accidentally hit where the camera turned around and it started right. facing my for about five to eight seconds is an area of this contract with the financials. Oh no. The financials of this big deal I'm working on, which is nobody's business but my own. Of course. And then I'm sitting here talking, I go, where's my face? Oh my God, right? It's like I stop it. Right. So this is one of the reasons I did not repost the Instagram live that I did. Mm -hmm. I deleted the video because it's personal information, but that's similar. Yeah, not exactly what he did, but it's similar to making a mistake, you know. Which, yeah, and you know, as nobody as a society, it. Bruce, I just think we need to be more understanding and more caring. And uh, the the guy is in a a position of prominence with CNN not because he doesn't make mistakes; it's because he's good at what he does. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this makes everyone question everything about him. And, and I, I, I get it. It's a, it's a poor decision, a poor choice, but I mean, he, what does he do? He probably works in his bedroom, right? Like, I don't, I don't know where the computer was or whatever, but like he's in his home, you know, and, and he has the right to do whatever he wants to in his home. 
you shouldn't judge him for that. It's just, it's no. unfortunate when the damn internet is still on. So did this go over the air at CNN? Did this, was this like a, what was it? Do you know how many people were exposed to it? I do not know. It was a Zoom meeting, so you never know. But um, listen, at least he's healthy. <laughs> That's all I get. You know, you. I mean, there, there's something to be said for that too, right? Yeah. Well, here's another thing too. Years ago, Marv Albert, right? Do you remember what happened with yes. Marv Albert? Yes. 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 So, um, you know, I, great voice, right? Always fun yeah. to listen to. But remember the incident with him that came out, right? With the teeth marks and everything and all that. I mean, he lived through it. His career went on. Right. So, again, he didn't do anything bad. Like you said, it wasn't predatory, right? right. So, long career, embarrassment that will never stop the rest of his life if it's brought up. Ever. And that should be punishment enough, Bruce. Like, don't make this man poor because of it. Yeah, no, that's bad enough. It's bad enough. All right, I think we beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Whoa. I think we had enough of that one. I yeah, love okay. It. A little collectible talk here. William Shakespeare, you know, if anybody's not heard of William Shakespeare, I don't know where you've been, but a rare copy of Shakespeare's first folio just sold for a record $10 million. You wonder wow. where that was. Not one of these ones found in an attic, found whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Just a, a rare folio. It's considered one of the most important collections of literature in the English language. It contains 18 works of Shakespeare that have not previously appeared in print. And um, they would have been otherwise lost to history. And include uh, his play Macbeth and Twelfth Night. You know, so That's, that's unbelievable. It sold for $6.1 million in 2001. So that shows you how much it's appreciated. Uh, baseball cards have appreciated more than that, though. I want to point that out, Bruce. Incredible. I told you my unopened wax packs are going up 25 to even some 100% a year. I can't actually, imagine what they'll be worth in 50 years from now. Well, I won't be around, but hopefully, you know. Oh, I, I don't believe that for a second. You'll be around forever. <laughs> uh, we'll see. It's all Legends about never die, Buff. <laughs> okay, good. The hologram will work. There we go. Um, what was it, uh, you know, some memorabilia in, in sports cards is getting so damn expensive. Like I remember that I used to be able to buy the 86, 87 Fleer wax packs for $20 each back in 92. Um, now they're selling for 2,500. The boxes I used to be able to buy for, I could have bought for 200 are now selling for 60 plus thousand. I could have got a case of the cars for 4,000 that now you'd have to spend roughly six, 700,000 for. I am still looking to buy these wax packs. I will buy them for twenty five hundred. Why? Because in ten they're years, savings bonds, Buff. They're, they're gold bricks. Absolute yeah. gold bricks. They're and only going to go up. Everything's going to go up. And in these pandemic times that we're experiencing, I've said it before on the show. I'll say it again. And this has happened in past recessions. I've learned this as my brother Brian, who's a master at this, that we've watched them go through these recessions to where gold coins, numismatics. Uh, coins and stamps rather uh, and uh, sports memorabilia and other stuff like guns and artifacts and vintage movie memorabilia that I collect has always done really well. Suddenly this stuff is selling for more than ever. And you wonder where's the people with the money to buy this when everybody's suffering so much? Well, there's a lot of people out there that still have money and still doing it. Now there's a big auction going on. I'm going to give you a few examples. There's a Hollywood auction going on now. It could fetch roughly about $6 million and uh, they're auctioning off some very cool things, like for instance, uh, the Joker's 
a purple fedora from Batman that Jack Nicholson wore. They expect that to go for 26 to 38,000, right? The alien, the mechanical alien from the movie Alien. Now, I would love to have that. That would be a cool thing, the mechanical alien. Um, they expect 52 to 78,000. Um, Tom Cruise's bomber jacket. Oh, that's uh, going to be big numbers. Yeah, they don't even quote a price here. That's got to be big numbers. McBarney Fly's futuristic jacket from Back to the Future 2 is expected to sell for 15 to 21,000. The boots that Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman, um, those are going out. Brad Pitt's red leather jacket from Fight Club. So all this is going to be about a $6 million auction. Now, this is a heritage, if I'm not mistaken, and they do a great job with this stuff. Let me tell you a little Pretty Woman story. Do you remember the poster for Pretty Woman where she's standing against the wall on the boots and her legs? Right, and her, her legs Lee kind Roberts. of out, I think. That wasn't Julia Roberts. What? I used to date this girl. It, she's uh, a girl named Michelle. I dated her years ago, and she's the body double for Julia Roberts. It was wow. her. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Julia Roberts. I'm, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. The more huh? you know. Yeah. I hope I didn't say something I shouldn't have said, but I, that's just what I understand. And as the saying goes, I heard it from the horse's mouth. So I mean, I did, the reality, she, that's what she was. She was a professional body double. Wow. Yeah. You know, they used to do that too. I mean, people would, uh, you like, they use hand doubles, leg doubles. Some movies they use butt doubles, you know, all that. And of course, Hollywood does not want that, that information to get out there. That's right. Sure. So, you know, um, Annick and I are really, I think we're enjoying this trip more than ever because A, as I always say in life, you need to embrace life and enjoy it. I came here with um, expectations of having a good time. And so far, so good. I've been having a blast. Uh, good friends here. You know, even just the other night, hanging out with uh, Camila and Red and just, just having a ball with that thing. It was just, it was just, it was just fun. You know, That's when great. I say Boy Scouts go to camp, you know, I've always said it's like Boy Scouts go to camp when we go on these uh, excursions. Yep. It truly is like Boy Scouts go to camp. There's no question. Now, I have some other good news. I've What's hinted that? on the show that the It's Time Cologne is in development, mm -hmm. right? I thought I wouldn't be coming out with it uh, until the first quarter of next year. But it looks like we're going to hit the stores and we're going to come out with it potentially by Christmas. Nice. Very excited. I just approved the bottle, which is amazing. Does it look as cool as the Puncher's Chance bottle? It's I can't say it's cooler. It's two totally different things, but right, apples and oranges. Can, but it's, it's on the same orange. shelf. Um, it's top shelf, baby. Listen, TJ, you know me by now. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it first class, or I'm not going to do it. Right. I I know that for for certain. Yeah. This is awesome, and uh, it's going to be international. This is not just here in the United States. Puncher's well, Chance. I, I want to be wearing this, Buff. It's time. It's time for me to get oh, you, this. Yeah, uh, it's time to wear it. You will, and and the scent is amazing. But, um, and what's really going to be cracking me up, a horse, a, a horse, of course, I hope we're traveling internationally the way we were, but you know, when you go through the duty-free shops and you see like Julia Roberts and Matthew yeah, McConaughey sure. and their perfumes or their colognes. Am I going to see you there? Nice. Yep. I've got a photo session already set for November. I love it. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to probably laugh my ass off. I'll be walking through and I'll be laughing at myself going, Really? <laughs> really hey. hey that's i mean it, it's better than not uh having anybody know who you are so go do it yeah well you know me i don't i'm not all caught up in all that crap you know no but you're a businessman buff and if, if uh 
there's a six foot tall version of your face at an airport. That means business is picking up. God almighty. I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. You're going to be going to your stores uh, by the beginning of the year and you're going to see me in Puncher's Chance. You're going to go to the airport and me in the cologne. Right. And see, this like, is perfect. I can go to the airport. I can get a little too tipsy uh, with some Puncher's Chance and then I can cover up that smell with some It's Time cologne and then my wife will just be ready to go when I get home. And then if you're, well, then if you're tired before you walk in the front door, you take an It's Time energy drink, which is coming out in 2021. Jeez, you got it all. You got it all, boss. Well, anyway, uh, Puncher's Chance is strictly only for the United States. Everybody keeps asking me this. They're, they're writing in on the posts and stuff. Um, Give it Puncher's time. Chance, Give it time. It's time. time. will be in every state by July of next year. By July of 2022, we'll be in every store. Okay? That's the whole game plan. If you're in an area where they don't have Puncher's Chance in the nine states that we're in, um, off the top of my head, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Florida, Texas, Kentucky, California, okay, and, and more opening up. All you have to do is simply tell the store manager, ask them, say, can you please bring in Puncher's Chance Bourbon? And usually they will. I've already right. had people write to me, um, sending me pictures, how they asked, and they brought it in. They were holding the bourbon bottles. And TJ, you know, there's some things in life when you work on something so hard, it's just a little simple thing like that. I'm smiling from ear to ear. It's such a nice feeling. It's not about the dollar. It is about right. the dollar, but it's I mean, not sure. All. It's always about the dollar, but you gotta, the dollar needs to come in something you're passionate about. Exactly. I just like to, to do well with these things and achieve and show entrepreneurs out there that pandemic, slamdemic, life in general, follow your dreams, follow your passions. If you can monetize your passion, then you're living a lifestyle. You're not just going to work. And I wish that on everybody. I hope everybody gets a chance to do that in some way, shape or form, period. I agree. What's going on with you, TJ? What's happening, you know, as far as Mexico? Tell people about the show. Tell people what's going on. Yeah, well, tonight, um, it's hard because everyone's going to be able to listen to this after the show. It's probably already aired. But tonight, in our co-main event here in San Carlos, Mexico, on Icon Fighting Federation, is the pro mixed martial arts debut, actually mixed martial arts debut of any kind, uh, for Bella Mir. She's the daughter of UFC heavyweight champion Frank Mir, former. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, tonight she makes her professional fighting debut at just 17 years old. And she takes on a, a very tough uh, lady from uh, Georgia who trains with uh, Diego Lima. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's uh, some contender series veterans on this card. Uh, you know, they're just hungry up and coming fighters who want to put on a show and, and try to get the attention of Dana White. Uh, I'll be on the call with Dean Thomas and uh, hopefully you'll check it out. Uh, as I said, if you're watching and listening now, uh, it's available on demand at UFC Fight Pass. You know, it's so exciting for me to hear that for a couple of reasons. One of the key reasons is I've been in the world of MMA for 25 years. Before yeah. I became exclusive to UFC, I was announcing every MMA event that came out, mm -hmm. right? cowboy bars to arenas to you name it and knowing how many people out there wanting to be professional MMA fighters the young people training so much in the world of MMA it's so great that there's all these outlets for them to get their bones and get their reps and have a chance to get in a you know in the UFC well, let's, let's and to be seen oh. while that that is the process as well Bruce that's the big thing I mean back in the day when you were talking about doing all those shows you were still really only seen on a handful of those shows on pay-per-view now it's pretty much every fight of of um, consequences available on fight pass or you know even a free stream somewhere yeah which is amazing and again we get back to the evolutionary process and in our lifetimes of the uh, the UFC being around now for what 20 eight years, I think it is, 
93. Yeah, going on, uh, it'll be 27, no, 28 years, right? Yeah, 93, 28 years, 28 years yes. Yeah, <clears throat> I started in 96, they started in 93. Right. But you got to realize that if you've been around that long, that you've had the chance to see something which has really never happened in a lifetime, maybe with skateboarding, no. let's say. You've watched a sport be created yeah. and through fruition and process become mainstream. And have different versions of itself too. I mean, you look at yeah. a fight from the late nineties compared to the, the late, you know, aughts, you know, 2009, 2010, and then now, even now, 2020, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable, Bruce. It's, it's the very clear cut example of what something can be as a spectacle and what something can be as a sport. And that's what I love about MMA. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a spectacle sometimes. And, and that's what makes it so great. But uh, I can't think of a better fighting combat sport than, than MMA. No, I can't either. But, you know, when you talk about speculative sport, the reality is, is we were a spectacle. We truly were a spectacle. We, we still are sometimes, just in different still ways. Are, but it's been refined, the rules, everything. Sure, yeah. God bless Jeffrey Blatnick, you know, for naming it. Oh, man, Martin. the original commish. Yep. Exactly. Maybe the second. Maybe Art Davey was the first commissioner. Art Davey was the first commissioner. Yeah, so the second second commissioner, second was, commissioner. was Jeff Blatnick. But, man, I mean, both of those two men – incredibly instrumental into getting to the point where we are today as was big john mccarthy oh absolutely there's since ufc too yep let's put him in there all respect yep. to big john uh, and I, I really enjoy seeing him that he's doing so well over at bellator he, he deserves that so much he's worked so hard and and i think he i can't believe he hasn't just gone crazy though because he's not in there refing anymore i mean th that's the only thing that we have really lost with john leaving uh, for, for a commentary gig is we don't have statistically probably the best referee ever officiating fights anymore. But, uh, you know, he doesn't let party lines get in the way of, of setting the record straight when people have questions about, you know, a UFC fight or a Bellator fight. He, he just goes out there and he spits knowledge. And uh, we need to have John back because I think this, this show benefits greatly from having him on when we talk about things obviously related to MMA. But when we talk about things outside of the sport as well, uh, it's always a fun hour. Let's get him back after the election happens because um, God only knows. Why? Is there going to be nothing to talk about? No, I think there's going to be a lot to talk about oh and not necessarily goodness. good stuff. You know, with the, with the way that people are out there saying, well, if Biden wins, expect this. And if Trump wins, expect civil war. And it's like, I don't know what kind of anarchy in the streets is going to be um, come that week in November. But I hope it's not. I hope we just have a smooth election and this country just stays on an even keel. I mean, you said it a few weeks ago. United States of America, folks. Exactly. Not I was just going to say, America. it's all about United being United, Bruce. Exactly. All right. We got UFC 254. Obviously, we're all just crazy to see Habib and Justin Gaethje go at it. Have you, have you seen uh, the line, Bruce? Like, I, I feel some sort of way about this line. Like, the betting line, the money line. Um, like, I think Habib's going to win this fight. But Justin Gaethje is approaching a three-to-one underdog. You can't tell me that you aren't interested in putting yeah, – uh, it was like two and a half, two, two and a, uh, three quarters, something like that. And, and I don't know where it's at now. This was a couple of days ago. But I'm sorry, Justin Gaethje at over a two-to-one dog? I mean, I understand that Khabib is awesome, and I understand that Khabib is undefeated. But Justin Gaethje, I mean, you want to talk about a puncher's chance. He's got that and a lot more to it. He's the Rocky of MMA, there's no question. And um, you got to remember, too – Anybody can win on any given day. I've been the one I said it last week. I've said it many weeks before. 
I truly believe that Habib, out of anybody in the world of mixed martial arts, is the one that will retire undefeated. But he's got to get through Saturday night. And Justin Gaethje, the way he fights, what he brings to the table, he is a spoiler. He is a oh, 100%. Spoiler. I flew over here with him. I think um, it was uh, ESPN or the Fight Pass had a, a thing where I didn't realize they were filming me. I was sitting in the airport we were waiting for the plane. I was talking to Justin, right? And we were talking about the fact that I always look in the eyes of the fighter and I've seen fear in fighters' eyes. I will never mention who, um, but I've seen honest to God fear. I, I recognize it when I see it. And it's understandable, you know? A lot of people- It's a scary thing. A scary thing before that first punch gets thrown or you get hit. But Justin reminded me, he goes, we've never locked eyes, right? And I said, you know why? Because you just don't show fear. You don't. He's a fearless- Or is, or is he looking at how awesome your suits are? <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of awesome suits, oh, thank I've you for reminding it. me. I've seen yeah. it. No, no, that's just the lining. That's, that's not the lining. Suit. That's the lining of the oh, suit. Oh, okay. okay. So there's more to it. There's more to it. Now I'm having uh, an Instagram live for those listening uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, California, on Friday. Yeah, this will be out before then. The 23rd. I'm having an Instagram live. Okay, and that is going to be to talk about my fight cards. They're being auctioned off right now by Instagram. Oh, you're not giving them to me? I thought you were giving them to me. I've already given you one step, my friend, and God knows how much that's worth by now. But, um, I know. But on Saturday, I'm going to make a very – we're making a very special announcement, King and Bay and I. Mm -hmm. And all I can tell you is I already told you this last week, but I can tell you again to remind the audience listening, you're going to want to go to at my King and Bay on Saturday – and beyond. Um, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but I think you can understand you will have a chance to dress like me. Like I, like I dress in the octagon. That's all. For some people, that's not a good idea. I'm just saying for some people, that's not a good idea, but it, it, it would be something to have for sure. Well, you know what, considering that the, the podcast will be public, let me just say what's going to happen. We're going to give away, we, we normally don't get enough material to make two jackets. That's why these jackets are so rare in the respect and unique. Each right. jacket is one of a kind. I think twice we've been able to do two of two instead of in my jacket saying one of two, we say two of two. This one, King and Bay was able to acquire enough jacquard rod silk of this style so that they could make two jackets. TJ, we're gonna run a contest. We're gonna give away a jacket to a lucky fan. And you That's can- That's unbelievably awesome. It's like a $5,000 plus win so people it's more than that because i mean that's what it probably costs off the rack you know what yeah. i mean but it's a collector's item as well so you want to talk about something that's going to appreciate like that's the basement bottom dollar so that's that's a huge thing bruce that's that's super cool it's gonna be cool for one of the biggest fights in ufc history right ufc 254 and that lining you saw that lining that lining is amazing it's, it's out amazing. of this world it's out of this world yeah so anyway this is going to be announced on saturday but if you're listening to it's time radio you got a head start at my King and Bay. Check them out Saturday on. There's three weeks to enter. We will announce the winner before UFC 255. I'm very nice. excited. About that. I'm going nice. to sign up. I'm registering. Please do. No, please do. Okay, now we've got, uh, let's see, uh, the, the car coming up. We already talked about Gaethje and, and Habib. Whitaker, Cannoneer. Cannoneer looks in great shape. Whitaker's always in shape. A fight I'm really excited about is Walt Harris and Volkov. Yeah, I didn't excited. even know that was on this card. Like, I, I knew about that fight. I thought it was a main event of an upcoming ESPN Plus card. So, 
that's phenomenal that this is uh, this is on this part as well. And we're finally going to see, finally, we're going to see Ankalev, 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 Laba. Oh my God, we're finally going to see it. I mean, and we'll see how I handle the announcement. We want to talk uh, about you not getting hurt, Bruce. You know, don't don't hurt one of those guys or yourself in in that uh, sort of you know me, TJ. Spectacle, if you will, it's going to be a spectacle. It's going to be a spectacle. But then there's another one, Stefan Struve, who I just saw today earlier, who just had a baby. Yeah. Um, congratulations to Stefan Struve on his new baby. He looks great. But tied to Ivasa, that's an exciting heavyweight fight. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. You know, to, to, I think you say it from time to time when describing a fight, but that's a brawl for it all in a lot of ways. I can't wait to see it. Exactly. So very exciting stuff. Very excited to see it. And uh, very excited to get in there and roar my ass off, man. I'm just, I'm so amped. I, I'm ready to do the show right now, right now. Yeah, but, but you I'm need gonna... to go to bed now. It's getting late for you. No, actually, uh, what is it right now? It's uh, 12 midnight, but I've got business to do back in the States. It's only one in the afternoon in the States. I've got phone calls to make, deals to make. Buffer, you got to get some rest, I'm, man. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to uh, work on my fight cards. I've got to finish all my fight cards. And I've got a few hours of work ahead of me. And you know what? I'm going to whistle while I work. I'm in such a good mood. I'm loving. I'm having so much fun here. I'm life is it. good, Buff. Life, life is, is good. good. In a time where everything is crazy, life is good. And, uh, you know, that, that I think gets a, a lot of people through their day, knowing that, uh, you know, exciting things are happening. And, and this UFC 254 card is definitely one of those things. On the way out, real quick, I want to uh, not knock over my computer, but uh, I want to tell everyone that immediately following the fights, uh, I'll be live again on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. Uh, with Dean Thomas, Ray Longo, and uh, Pearl Gonzalez. We're going to be recapping all the action coming out of uh, Abu Dhabi and Fight Island. Um, and then if you can't watch it live, I understand it's an earlier show. You can actually go out and you can watch a, an amazing afternoon of fights and still uh, you know, be with uh, you know, your loved ones and, and hang out and do things. So if you can't watch the post show, that's fine. But uh, I do encourage everyone to check out uh, the archive and all of our archives available now on Fight Pass proper. So if you are a Fight Pass subscriber, I think there's 29 episodes that you can watch right now on UFC Fight Pass. Very cool. You know, uh, let me ask you a question before we sign off. Uh, this is one of the early, we've had shows like this early in the day before. And Dana White's been saying that it's tracking uh, to be the, probably the largest pay-per-view ever in the history of UFC, which I would love to see happen. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the fact that it's on early in the day, starting at like 8.30 in the morning and the pay-per-view starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which would be, of course, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast time, right. do you think, that interferes with people wanting to buy and the pay-per-view versus the pizza parties at night and everything else. No, because I mean, the only thing that is different is that it's a pay-per-view, but think about like during college football season, I'm watching kickoff of the big 10 games at 9 a.m. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's not too early to watch sports. It's not traditional because we're so used to seeing fight night, if you will. Um, yeah. But with that said, people are ready to consume high level sports at any time of day. And I actually think you're gonna see a lot more people actually be interested in getting the pay-per-view because I'm sorry, Bruce, like the, the fight fan on the East Coast, staying up until two o'clock in the morning sometimes for uh, you know, a, a stateside main event, it's insane. We don't know, there's no football game that goes until 2 a.m. Um, so, I, I mean, no, I, we might see more of these because I think it's going to be that popular. I got no problem with that personally. I'm fine with that. So it's all good. All right. Well, there we go, folks. Another week on It's Time Radio. Another week till the next It's Time Radio. But right now, there's 
there's things to do. TJ, you got to go to work. I can't wait for UFC 254. I want to thank everybody again for your, um, the videos I'm doing for you on Cameo. TJ, I have done, since I got here, uh, almost 20 Cameos just in. Wow. Yeah. See, I, Anik has said that. He'll be like, you know, lounging in his room and all of a sudden he hears, <laughs> congratulations, it's time to be a dad. Like yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're busting them out. Yeah, I'm busting them out. I got to get them done. Uh, but the videos and audio is coming into BruceBuffer.com. I'm getting a lot more business videos and audio requests. But you know what? It'll all be done. Kristen and I are busy as heck, loving every minute of it. Again, partial proceeds go to Animal Military and Children's Charities. Pay it forward, folks. Pay it forward. With that being said, TJ, have a great show tonight. Right? Uh, thank you. I'll be watching on Saturday. I'll be there uh, saying hi to you from the Octagon. Yes, sir. In my new king and bay. <laughs> um, I could show you the handkerchief now, but I won't bore you. We'll wait. We'll wait until the show. Oh, come on. Like, you can't do that to me, Buff. Come on. I want to see it. All right. Come on. Talk to the audience. See, this is, this is what you get on It's Time, which, by the way, you only get if you are a subscriber on YouTube because you're not seeing this in audio form, obviously. So make sure you head over to YouTube uh, and uh, find us. It's Time Radio is pretty much all you need to search, and uh, you can subscribe and get notified when we are uh, up with new episodes. All right, what you got? This is the unfolded hanky. Look at that. Are you kidding me? That's the Are hanky. Are you kidding me? Yep. That's unbelievable. That's, That's attention awesome. to detail, folks. That is attention to detail. You know, you and honestly, Bruce, that, that's something that they could be screwed up very easily. You know what I mean? They could accidentally cut a fighter's nose off in that. Yeah. No, that, but that's the quality of King and Bay. That's awesome. amazing. And, and a little plug for King and Bay. Again, at my King and Bay on Instagram, uh, mykingandbay.com. Uh, just go to at my King and Bay on Instagram or Twitter, okay? I, I need the hookup, Bruce. I need a good suit. I really need to go over there and, and it's get done. Care of. I, I know. Taken care of. Just, I know. just tell me. I'll, 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 didn't I text you the information before? I don't know. We talked about it. I just, I, you know, I, I never like pulling on those strings sometimes, but you know, those suits are know, so that's, nice. That's, that's, those suits are if so you deserve nice. it, life's about pulling on those strings, TJ. Okay. Well, I'd so appreciate it. All right. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. Remind me when I get home next week. Okay. We'll do. Seriously. Remind me when I get home. But um, everybody out there, you know, if you enjoy the suits that I wear, everybody from Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, uh, John Anik, uh, so many other people I can name have fallen in love with um, King and Bay's uh, suits. And they will make these suits for you. You never have to go to Toronto. They'll show you how to size yourself. They'll make the suits and deliver them to you anywhere in the United States. Just tell them Buff sent you, and you'll get the best price they can give you. That's all I can say. There you go. That's all you, you need. Go. All right, TJ, you have a great week. Everybody out there, thank you so much. Again, our growing audience, we love you all very much. Very excited to be here in Abu Dhabi on Fight Island. Very excited about UFC 254. So with that being said, it's time to practice your safety and protocol. It's time to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. But more than ever, it's time for you to be the best you can be, to set your goals, learn about them, write them down. Everything you want to do in life, everything you dream about is achievable. Give yourself credit. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. When you step on that path to achieve your goals, just be the best you can be. Prepare yourself the best you can. And that way you're winning. And that's what we're all about on this time radio. We're all about winning. So everybody have a great week. Love to all. Please stay healthy. Please stay safe. We got this, folks. We're the United States of America. Buffer out. Make sure you turn off your Zoom call and don't be a tubing. Oh! <laughs>